is I came down from, from the moment, from being caught up in the moment, put my coaching hat back on, and said, wait a second, Diz, tap the brakes. Episode 763 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, adding doubles to the mix. Hey guys, so uh, before we start talking doubles, just want to take a second and thank uh, the newest patron of the show, uh, Mr. Eric London, jumped on and uh, is buying a cup of coffee for me each and every month, helping to keep the lights on, help to keep the show going and growing. And uh, as, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, I uh, got some, some changes in the works, a um, little bit slower rolling out than uh, I thought, which, you know. If you've been around long enough, surprise, surprise, it's taken me a little longer to get some things done. I, I have this uh, this issue where uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do 500 things in like two days and I'll do them, you know, they'll all be great and no problem. Uh, and then, you know, I start working on things and be like, oh, yeah, this thing that I was like, yeah, it's probably only going to take like 10 minutes. It's like, oh, no, it takes like three hours. Um and so it takes a little while to get to get to some things, but the the updates on Patreon are coming, uh, giving you kind of some some different rewards, some some rewards for longevity, rewards for you know sticking around uh, outside of just a little of a, of a reward for when you first sign up, and then that's it. No, 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 no. That's 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 not the way I want to do things around here. So if you if you've been a patron for a while, thank you for your continued support. If you're just jumping in, Eric, thank you for uh, for adding adding your uh, support to the mix as well. Um, and if you've been around in the past and had to drop off for one reason or another, no worries. Uh, you'll still get the same uh, benefits. Uh, I'll, I'll explain it to each of you uh, as we go. But uh, if, if anybody wants to get on board and help support the show, uh, you know, by throwing a couple bucks my way, you know, kind of the, the proverbial tongue-in-cheek thing that I've, I've said in the past, you know, buying me a, a cup of coffee each month. You know, it could be a fancy cup, cup of coffee. It could be, a, you know, just a simple, basic black cup of coffee. Uh, but whatever, whatever... Kind of coffee, flavor of coffee, style of coffee you'd like to uh, to use to help support the show and and uh, continue to try to make things a little bit better. I've got a couple of, of things that I'm kind of thinking about adding to the mix, maybe changing up how I record interviews so that hopefully the sound quality, the audio quality, will be more consistent and more consistently good, uh, more consistently better. Maybe is that the what I, how I want to say it? Um, and definitely going to use the the funds from Patreon to help support doing that. So that's another thing that's on my list that I'm looking into doing. Um, but y'all patrons, thank you so much for your support. Eric, thank you for jumping on board. Uh, and if anybody else wants to join the party or or just check out what's what's there, and, and I'll let you know as new things continue to develop, uh, patreon.com slash disruns is the link. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disruns. You can give as much or as little as you want. You can change your, your donation anytime. It's kind of the NPR style model where every month you get charged and you can, you're always in control. So you can stop, you can cut your, your amount. You know, if your budgetary situation changes, you can add more. If you're like, gosh, this guy maybe isn't as much of a douche as I thought he is. Maybe I want to buy him two cups of coffee a month, three cups of coffee a month, whatever the case might be. Patreon.com slash Diz Runs. So today talking about, about doubles. And um, this is kind of came up, um, kind of snuck up on me. And I feel like I've mentioned this once or twice in the semi-recent past. I don't remember if it's been on the podcast, if it's been on, on emails, if it's been in the Facebook group. Um, you know, I, I feel like 
sometimes I lose track of where I'm saying different things. So if, if I've repeat myself on the show, uh, please forgive me. But one of the things that, that I've been trying to do for a while is adding a few more miles to my weekly routine. Um, you know, and I don't want to just keep expanding out my long runs. That's, that's the easiest way for me to add miles. You know, I've been pretty consistent hanging out between 15 and 20 miles every once in a while, bumping it up to 20 or 22 every once in a while, throwing down an S and G 26.2, which is, uh, what is going to happen tomorrow after this episode comes out this, uh, uh the 24th of August, wrapping up the Diz days of summer with, uh, uh, an S and G 26.2 here through, uh, the streets of Lakeland. But, um, you know, that's, so obviously that's one way of, of adding miles, but what I've been struggling with and, and where I think I've mentioned this before is with getting out the door in a semi good process, a quick process to get more miles in during my, my weekly run. So instead of, you know, being kind of where I had been hanging out around like three, three and a half, maybe touching four miles, trying to get those up to, you know, consistently at least four, maybe, you know, even more consistently into the five range, maybe touching six or seven once in a while. And while doing, you know, having my checklist has certainly helped and it's been a game changer. Um, there's only so much, you know, that I can do with trying to keep my heart rate in check and making sure I'm running easy and still making sure I'm back in time to help, especially now that school's in session to help get Addison ready for school so that Addison and Rebecca can leave on time. Um, and it's like, I kind of have, you know, from the time I wake up, to the time I go through my morning routine, um, to the time I walk the dog, get changed, get out the door, uh, do my lunges and my leg swings, you know, do all of my things. There's only enough time usually for five, maybe six miles. And you know, I, I don't know why, but well, I do know why I'll tell you the story. Why the other day I overslept and couldn't get my, my running in the morning because by the time I woke up, it was, it was, I mean, not that I overslept by a lot, but I overslept by 45 minutes, which was enough to say that either I was going to have to screw my morning routine, which I didn't want to do. Uh, or I was going to only be able to get like two miles in, um, by the time I could do my morning routine and get out and go for, for my run and have to be back in time for school or for getting Addison ready for school. And so I said, well, forget it. I'm just not going to, not going to run this morning. I'm doing 20 miles tomorrow. Anyway, this was, this was literally last week, um, doing 20 miles anyway. So whatever, if I don't get, you know, a few miles in today, I'll be fine. And then as the day progressed, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to run in the afternoon. Hopefully we'll get some rain. Cause y'all know, I love, a, I love a good run through the rain. Um, so I'll try running in the afternoon and, and I haven't been running in the afternoon basically since I got really into heart rate training because by the afternoon, you know, I've been up and moving around and my heart rates tends to be a little bit higher. And I've also probably taken down about 50 ounces of coffee, you know, taken down a pretty much a pot of coffee in that time. So it's like, you know, the heart rate's already high and then you start to go run and the heart rate just spikes and like, you know, in, in large part due to the caffeine, it's also hotter. Um, you know, and it's just like, ugh. so, well, let me, let me try it. Let me, let me just see, you know, I'll, I'll just go for a short run, take the dog. It's, it, it ended up being not particularly hot day, which is why I could take the dog. Um, and we just, we just went and got an, a nice, easy, casual 5k in and my heart rate was a little bit higher than it would have normally been at, at a similar pace if I was running early, but I didn't have nearly the struggles with, with keeping my heart rate under control as I thought I was going to have. And that's when the, the light bulb came on and I said, Diz, you've been trying to add miles to your schedule for quite some time now, but you haven't thought about doing doubles. Maybe it's time to, to do doubles. So if, if you're totally unfamiliar with what doubles are, it's, it's really quite simple. It's, you know, if you stop and think about it for just a second, it's probably exactly what you think it, think it is. Doubles are simply running twice on the same day. Now, 
this is not something that's just quite as it's simple to figure it out, but it's not quite as simple to implement. And that's, that's what I want to talk about today. If you're at a point where you're looking to add some more miles, but logistically with where you are right now, it's kind of hard to add in some more time for your, your regular runs or adding more days to your schedule. Doubles might be the, the right choice, but, but before we get into kind of how to do it, I do want to, to first of all, say that doing doubles is not necessarily for everybody running twice in one day may not be for everybody, especially if you're still kind of new to running because you're putting a lot of extra stress and strain on your body, even though it might only be a few miles, even though hopefully you're going to keep the, the, the double, the second run easy. You know, if, if you've already run once that day, your body is in recovery mode, right? Even if you didn't run hard, even if you didn't do a crazy workout, you know, you, you know, looking at, at my schedule, you know, I go out and get my, my four and a half or five miles or five and a quarter miles in, in the morning, I'm not running them hard based on my heart rate, based on my effort, based on my level of fitness, you know, again, all relative, but based on, on my, where I am right now as a runner, I'm not killing it for those, those miles, but there is no question that, you know, after my, my run this morning, my body's in recovery mode. You know, it's just, it's just what happens. We, we push ourselves, even if we're not pushing to the limit, there's still cellular damage that takes place hopefully much less than if I was doing sprints or tempos or race pace runs or things like that. But there is still, there is still repair work that my body needs to do after a good morning run. So if I'm going to do a double on top of that, you know, I'm, I'm interrupting the healing process, the recovery process to go run again. It's not something that you want to do. If you haven't been running for a while, you want to have a pretty good base of fitness in place already. Um, you, you want to be, be strong, physically healthy, injury free. You know, you don't want to be coming back from an injury and throw the doubles down right away. You don't want to be coming back from a cold or the flu or some type of sickness and then start taxing your system with double, double runs. Okay. Um, but, but one thing that I feel like maybe doubles sometimes get the, the perception of is that, you know, it's kind of like you're a hardcore runner when you start doing doubles and that's, that's ridiculous. Doubles are a way to get some more miles in. Um, but it doesn't make you more serious. Doesn't make you more hardcore, anything like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be done or it can be done intelligently when basically there's no other way to add more miles to your schedule. You know, the reason that so many of the elites run, run doubles is because they're already running six, sometimes seven days a week. They're already, you know, doing a, a lot of miles and to get more in, you know, maybe that's, that's the best thing for them. Most of us, I think it's safe to say our, our lives don't revolve and our work lives don't revolve around how much we're able to run. So we've got other things that have to get in the way. We've got families and work jobs, uh, other, other engagements, other, other things that, uh, other responsibilities, other obligations. And so, you know, you might not be able to just add, if you're running four days a week right now, you might not be able to add the, you know, another day or two, you might want to, but based on your schedule, based on your life, that might not be an option for you. Likewise, those four days a week that you're running, maybe, you know, you only have a 45 to 60 minute window and that's it. And once you can't run, you can't just extend your run out for 75 minutes for 90 minutes, which is kind of where I am at. You know, in my situation, I run five days a week, almost come hell or high water. I mean, I run five days a week. Wednesday is my cross training day. I really like having that cross training day. Could I add a run there? Yeah, probably. Do I, do I want to? Not really. Sunday's my off day. I don't do anything really fitness related. I may do some foam rolling, something like that, but I don't do any, any 
running, cycling, nothing. Maybe, maybe yoga would be the highest intensity thing I do on a Sunday. And I don't even do that very regularly. Sunday's an off day. Mentally, physically, I feel like I need that. Could I add a run there? I mean, probably, but if I'm, if I, you know, I, I don't want to, I want to keep my off day. So for me, I'm locked in. I've got five days a week that I run. I run in the mornings on four of those days are school days, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I have to be in the house, finish with my run between 6.30 and 6.45 because Addison starts waking up at about 6.45 or I think her alarm goes off at 6.47. She starts getting up and she's pretty good about not needing me, but you know as well as I do that the one day that I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll just run until 10 after seven would be the one day that she needs something and now Rebecca's pissed because she had to stop getting herself ready to go take care of Addison and get her ready on the day that I tried to get an extra two miles in before uh, I finished my run. So that's not going to happen. You know, we're not we're not going to tempt fate like that. I'm going to be home between six thirty and six forty five. Period. No no ifs ands or buts about it. So I'm kind of you know I've kind of felt myself in the between a rock and a hard place, but I've got the good I've got the base. And maybe for me, the answer to start adding another five to eight miles per week is to mix in a couple of doubles. Now, if you find yourself in a similar situation, you find yourself at a point where you can't really add another day. Because I would say, if, if, if you're looking for coaching advice, here's some coaching advice. If you're looking to add more miles to your, to your weekly training volume, the first thing to do, try to add an extra day. So if you're quote unquote only, and you know what I mean when I say only, I'm not trying to disparage. It's just, if, if, if that's how many days you're running, only running three days a week, if you can add a fourth day, that's your first best step to add more miles to your schedule. Now, if you're, if you're capped out, if you can, if you only can legitimately run three days a week or four days a week or five days a week or whatever your situation is, those are the only days that you can legitimately consistently commit to running, but you have more flexibility you could, you could extend out some of those, those runs so that you, you know, you, hopefully you have your long run, but then your other two or three runs, maybe you're only quote again, quote unquote, only doing 30 to 45 minutes. Maybe you could make them 45 to 60 minutes or 60 to 75 minutes. So you can get an extra one or two or three miles in on those days. Then that's, then that's the thing you should do. If you're pretty much capped out, you, there's not a whole lot of options that you have based on what you're doing right now then it might be time to add doubles. It might be at least worth thinking about adding doubles. But before you dive in, before you go crazy, a couple of tips when it comes to adding doubles to the schedule. First of all, you got to run them easy. You got to run them easy. And I know I talk about running easy all the time. And I know some of you get sick of me talking about running easy all the time. Like I said earlier, when you're doing a double, your body is interrupting the recovery process to go run again, to go work out again. Okay. So whatever, whatever level of damage that you did during your first run, if it was an easy run, probably not a lot of damage. If you were doing repeats for your, for your morning run or your lunchtime run, and now you run in the afternoon or the evening to get your double in. All right. That was a hard workout. Your body, your body went underwent some stress, some strain, probably some tears and some damage at the cellular level, which is okay. That's necessary. That's how we get stronger, but we don't need to be pushing our body a second time in a 10 to 14 hour window. That's foolish. That's, that's asking for a more serious injury, an injury that's going to set you out for a while, which is kind of going to undo any benefits you're getting from adding a few miles by running doubles, right? You know, if you can't run at all, 
then that one or two times you ran a double, well, that's kind of worthless, you know? So what you, what you want to do is really make sure that second run is easy. I would argue, you know what I'm going to say here. I would argue that if you're going to do a double day, both of your runs should be easy so that there's not too much damage being done the first time so that you're not really interrupting the healing process too much the second time you go run. But I'll cut you some slack. If you want to do a speed workout or a tempo run in the morning and then come back in the evening, come back 8, 10, 12 hours later and knock out two or three real easy, really conservative miles to just kind of loosen the legs back up and get the blood flowing, which is going to... On, on one level, going to help the healing process. That's fine. Just keep the second run easy, like ridiculously easy. Like if you're doing math, don't try to bump up against your math limit. Go way below that. If you're doing zones, you know, more quote unquote standard heart rate training, don't bump up against the max line for zone two. Stay down, you know, either max of zone one, kind of the low part of zone two, somewhere super comfortable. Keep it really easy because again, we, t- we don't want to be playing with the injury fire here. So keep your second runs easy. That's not a time to be pushing the pace. I don't care what kind of training philosophy you, st- you, you follow. Second run, keep it easy. Tip number two for adding doubles into the mix. Exaggerate your warm-up. Again, something I've been talking about fairly regularly. I mentioned it a couple times with my morning routine before runs with doing my lunges and my leg swings and my, my warm-up routine. All right? Yes, that's important, especially when you're running. I mean, that's important for any run. Okay, let's not let's not beat around the bush there. You're running first thing in the morning, your body's still kind of halfway in, in comatose hibernation state. Then yeah, a good warm-up definitely helps to make that, that early morning run go better because it helps to, to loosen you up. You've been sitting at the desk all day. You run in the, at lunchtime or in the evening. You've been sitting all day. You know, getting that warm-up helps to loosen things up, loosen up your hip flexors, loosen up your calves a little bit, help get your body ready to go. All right? Well, any of us that have you know run for very long at all know that some days, especially after harder days, harder runs, you know your body's a little bit stiff, a little bit sore after the run. That's that healing process. That's that recovery process happening. You ran in the morning. The recovery process is happening. So you may want to really, you may want, you definitely probably should want. I don't know if I contradicted myself there or not, but anyway, exaggerating your warm up for that second run is a good thing to just help really loosen the body up, really ease into that, that run, you know, maybe treating, you know, doing, doing your, your lunges or your swings or your band work or whatever, walking for a half a mile before you start running or walking for five minutes before you start running, whatever, loosen up, really ease into it, run super slow, super conservative for the first quarter of a mile. Then kind of pick it up a little bit more for a quarter of a mile before you kind of settle into what is already still going to be a really easy pace. But exaggerate your warm up, over exaggerate your warm up for that second run to really make sure your body's loose, feels good, and I think it goes without saying. Well, we'll get to this in a second. But if if you're doing that warm up and your body is not responding very well, then it might be a good idea to just not do the double that day. Okay, listen to your body, but definitely give yourself a good exaggerated warm up before getting into your second run of the day. Third tip, and this is kind of the, the last of the quick, the, the well, it's not a quick tip. Who are, what are we kidding here? Kind of the last of the, the major points for the day or major tips for the day. Don't go crazy with the doubles. All right. If when I, when I kind of had this, this aha moment last week, when I was running in the afternoon, I was like, gosh, my heart rate's kind of still not causing me problems, not causing me to, to slow way down, not causing me to, to do a lot of walking. Like, I could probably run in the afternoon a bit more regularly. I, start, I I was like, damn, I could add, I could, I could do doubles 
three or four times a week, adding two or three miles per, per day to my, wow, that would be awesome. And I might get there eventually. But as I, as I came down from, from the moment, from being caught up in the moment, put my coaching hat back on and said, wait a second, Diz, tap the brakes. Doing doubles. There's nothing wrong with that. Especially, like I said, if you kind of tick in the boxes early, you know, earlier this episode, you, you're fit, you've been running long enough, your, your, your body can probably handle it. Let's not just, you know, dive into the deep end though. You know, remember that when you're, when you're adding doubles, you're adding, you're, you're adding potentially a pretty significant number of miles to your regular mix. You don't want to overload your body too quickly because again, that's, that's asking for injuries. So if you're going to add double days or, or double workouts to your routine, start with one, maybe start with one this week and then just do normal one workout per week next week. Then add another double day again, and then, you know, kind of really ease into it. Test the water slowly. See how your body responds. Don't just dive into it going, I'm going to do, I'm going to do doubles on Monday, Tuesday, and and Thursday, and Friday, and then do my long run on Saturday, which is what I was thinking about doing quite honestly. And that's, that's just a recipe for, uh, you just being worn down, beat up, possibly injured, not having a lot of fun, you know, burnout, all those types of things. So if you're going to, if you're thinking about adding some doubles into your mix, do so gradually, dip your toe in the water, test the water, see how it goes back, come back out of the water, put your, put your toe, now your foot in back out again and, and, and just wade in slowly. If, if you're following the metaphor, take your time, don't go crazy with adding a whole bunch of doubles to the mix all at once because you're asking for trouble in that situation. And then last but not least, the last, the last point I want to make, which I kind of hinted at just a second ago, but if your body is not happy, not agreeable to getting that second run of the day in, then just don't do it. You know, don't hesitate to pull the plug on a double. Even if it's, it's on the schedule, even if you've been doing them for a while, but just for whatever reason today, damn, my, my legs do not feel right. Something is, is off. Well, don't push through that. Don't tempt the, the, the fate of, of injury by, by ignoring your body telling you that, that things aren't feeling good. Just back off, you know, instead of spending that extra, you know, time that you'd spend at 20 or 30 or 40 minutes to get that extra run in, do some, some yoga, some foam rolling, some stretching, something that's going to maybe help your body to recover from that workout you did this morning and be ready to maybe do a double tomorrow or next week or whatever the case might be. So don't hesitate to, to just pull the plug on that second run. All right. No workouts are do or die, especially a second workout of the day. You know, none of us are going for, for gold medals. None of us are going for world records, world championships. At least I don't think as always, the open invitation is there. If, if you're going for gold medals or world records or world championships and you're listening to this show, that's awesome. Please let me know. We'd love to know that. But uh, for, for us mortals, all right, our life isn't going to change dramatically because we pushed through and, and, and made this second, second run of the day happen. Okay? But if you're anything like me, if you push through, wind up injured, and now you can't run for six weeks... Yeah, that's impacting my life a whole lot more than that extra two or three miles that I, that I squeeze in on a random afternoon. So be smart, 
listen to your body. If, if something's not, doesn't seem like it's right, go with the old less is more situation. Cut that double and just be happy with the one run of the day. Take care of your body and maybe you can get back out there and get a, another back-to-backer, another double day in soon. So some tips, some thoughts on when it comes to adding volume to your training in the form of double days. They're, they're a good option. They're not the only option. They're maybe not even the best option, but in some situations, that's what you have to do. But please do so intelligently. Please make sure that you keep your second run easy. Please make sure that you exaggerate your warm-up. Don't go crazy adding all the doubles. And goodness gracious, if push comes to shove, skip the second run, stay healthy, and keep moving towards your goals. So that is it for today. Hope that... Uh, Hope that you enjoyed. Hope you got a little something out of today's not very quick, quick tip. Um, if you did, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. I'm at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on the Instagram. You can you can slide into the DMs on either of those platforms. Love to, to hear messages and, and see what you all think. Um, obviously, you can also reach out to me via email, Dizruns at gmail.com. Or if you're on my email list, you can always hit reply to any of those emails. Those come directly to me. And it, sometimes it takes me a day or two to reply, but I always get them. Always read them. Always love to hear what's going on in your life. Uh, and of course, you can head over to the show notes for today. Disruns.com slash 763. We got uh, memes. We got GIFs. We got shenanigans. We got some links. We got we got a whole host of things. Some new memes and GIFs. Some uh, old ones that we're recycling a little bit because they're they're good. And so we're just going to use them again. Why reinvent that wheel? But you can check all that stuff out and get in, and join the comments. You know, Leave a comment. Uh, talk about your experience with doubles or, you know, Feedback on this episode. What did I get wrong? What did I get right? Uh, Dizruns.com slash 763. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Thank you once again, Eric, for for jumping on board and, and joining the uh, the crew of patrons. Uh, to all the uh, other folks that have been patroning, patro, patro, patreoning, whatever, that have been supporting the show by by sending the, the cups of coffee my way each and every month for, uh, you know, in some cases years, in some cases months, uh, in some cases somewhere, in most cases somewhere in between. I appreciate y'all. If you've done it in the past and had to drop off, no worries. Thank you for the support that's helped us get to this point. If you want to jump on board, patreon.com slash Dizruns. And until next time, please be well. Y'all take care. Be safe out there. Have some great runs. And we'll talk soon. See you. <laughs>